Welcome to the Anod Wright audio blog. Your voiceover diva is Dr. Donna Oriolo. Please note that the information found in this and other blog posts is a matter of researched opinion. Direct your concerns or questions to questions at anodwright.com. Direct your comments to the comment section and share on social media using the hashtag AnodWrightSpeaks. Warning, content on the audio blog may be different from the written blog. My thoughts too fast and my mouth too quick. Sorry, not sorry. We are feeling so official over here. You can now catch us on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Apple News Channel, and of course, anodwrite.com. Check your favorite space and subscribe. Leaving some feedback wouldn't be unwelcome either. Hey, hey, y'all. Your girl is back with another one, and this time it's called Can You Leave a Message? Can we talk for a minute? There are many different types of secrets to finding and getting the therapist for you. But today, I want to talk about one of the most obvious things that I can think of that often gets sidetracked. Calling and leaving a message. Allow me to break it down why it's important to leave a message. A lot of, so, a lot of therapists these days are solopreneurs. What is a solopreneur? Basically, a solopreneur runs the whole business. We answer the phone, we render the service, we follow up, we do all the work that is necessary. When I started Anod Right, I was super excited to be a black, small-owned business. But I was just a startup with a, not a lot of money. So that meant that I had to do everything or as much of the things as I could do. If you saw marketing, I did that thing. If you saw a post popping up on Instagram or Facebook, I did that thing. If you called and someone answered, it was me. If someone scheduled you for a, schedule, for a session, it was me. If someone gave you a call back, if you received an email follow-up, if you received a phone call, a text message, a skywrite, whatever it was, baby, it was me. And in case you did not know, that gets exhausting. Because we are the only ones there to update our websites and our calendars. We have to make sure that we are contacting clients and basically wear all the hats and do all the things that you can think of that helps a business to run. One person is in charge of it, thinking about it, doing it, or having to figure out the process to delegate it to someone else, which is still work. That's the definition of a solopreneur. That's what, what a lot of us are dealing with right now. So... That does not mean that your solopreneur is always completely solo. Like I said, sometimes we have part-time help. Someone that comes in to do a little bit of work. So while I am still considered a solopreneur because no one technically works for me, I do contract out some work so that I can sleep on occasion. But even with that help, usually from another solopreneur, the things that need to be done are plentiful. All that is to say that no one person can answer the phone all day every day which means that I will have to call you back if I'm in therapy with a client I can't answer the phone and that goes for a lot of other therapists out there too part of the reason I'm bringing this up is because it keeps coming up I'm very blessed that so many of my clients found me through therapy for black girls and they are ready willing and able to work with me which is exciting but one thing that they talk about is how they called all these other therapists and no one ever called them back. To be quite frank, I was horrified, shocked, and appalled. I didn't want to hear, I wasn't ready to hear this. 
because oftentimes we give excuses or we there you know already had the meditated excuse because a lot of times a lot of this stuff is already seep, steeped in a certain level of anti-blackness for why black folks don't want to patronize other black businesses but I was also in denial thinking not my people no I know them we want clients we need clients so here are some of the reasons you maybe didn't get an immediate answer and to encourage you to actually leave a message now, I'm not saying that things don't fall through the cracks for your solopreneur, therapist, or for an agency for that matter. Things definitely fall through the cracks. But the, this, this wave of people not answering the phone sounds like a pandemic. But then I asked the question to some of these people who got to me, did you leave a message? And for many, the answer was a resounding no. So here's some reasons. Number one, no message. Who are they supposed to ask for when they call back? So here, this is where some people are probably going to get a little bit mad at me. If you feel like I'm calling you out, I probably am. I bet. But some of y'all are out here expecting us to call back a number and say what? Hey, I got a call from this number. Did anyone need a therapist? Nah, that expectation for someone to call you back when you left no message and they don't know who you are or what you want with no preamble, that's too high. It's too high. Number two, creepy callers. And speaking from my own experience as a sex and relationship therapist, every now and then I get a little bit of a creepy call. I get the person who has called me, never had any intention of leaving a message, but will moan on the phone when I pick up or will make lewd comments and basically make it so that your girl is uncomfortable. So part of my strategy, when it's, especially when it, back when it was just me, has been to stop answering the daggone phone. So I figured I would scream my calls. Any clients who want therapy would leave a message and my heavy breathers would be SOL. But apparently that's not the case. I'm losing out on clients too. Mm. Number three, there are trolls. Aside from the heavy breathers, I also get people who just want to call to tell me how much they hate the work I do. Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't understand why you specify black women and what you're doing. You're racist. So basically what I'm saying is that trolls get these numbers just as easily as those who are wanting therapeutic service get the number. And though it's not y'all's fault, that does mean that there is some responsibility on both ends. Well, I know we got to answer the phone, but you also have to leave a message. And number four, do not disturb session in progress. For your solopreneuring therapist, they are trying to fill those days with clients. And when they do, that means that the phone is on silent or off. But I can almost promise you that most therapists want to speak with you and will call you back when they get a moment. So what's the alternative? The best way to try and follow up with a therapist when you are seeking services is to, yes, give them a call. But make sure that you leave a message with clear direction of the number that we should call back. Maybe even leave a little email address. But basically, let them know who you are, what you're looking for, and ask them to call you back. Give them a couple of times that are best to call you back. That way, it takes out some of that guesswork and we can actually connect. Even better, I always suggest sending an email. Now, I know it can be a little bit nerve-wracking for some people to send an email, but when you do, I can almost guarantee that it's going to get answered, and here's why. 
For most therapists, sessions last between 45 and 50 minutes, but there is a gap between clients. For some therapists, it's a 10 minute gap. For other therapists, it might be 15 or even 20, but in that gap, they might check emails, which means that chances are we will be able to get back to you pretty quickly. If not right then, then later when we do have some downtime, because like I tell all my clients in their first session, I'm not fitting to get cussed off from calling you first thing in the morning or last thing in the evening. So I don't call nobody's house after 8 p.m. because they haven't given me any directions or indication that that is okay. And I don't call anybody's house before 9 a.m. because you haven't given me direction to say otherwise. So basically, what I'm saying is help a therapist out. Help them to help you get the services that you are looking for. When you call, leave a message with clear information on how to get back to you. And number two, send an email because that will almost always get answered the quickest. Now, if you have any questions or other tips that will help other people to get on the schedule of your favorite therapist, go ahead and leave it in the comments below and share this audio with someone who needs it. I do want to hear from you, all right? But I'm about to be out of here. So what you can do to connect with me you can go ahead and go on Instagram and let's talk about this. Now, for those of you who do get nervous about leaving a message, here's a short script that you can try to use. Hello, my name is fill in the blank. I would like to speak with you about your couples or individual therapeutic services. I'm looking and think we might be a good fit. Please give me a call back at leave your phone number. I look forward to hearing back. Thanks. All right, y'all. I'll be back with another one. I'm trying to get consistent. Don't be mad. I I'm, I'm working on it. All right, y'all. I'm out.